Today, this is the moment you've all been waiting for. And I've been listening to 610 since back in the 80s. This is the best combination for afternoon drive time sports radio I've ever heard. Show, Clint, you guys got it going on, man. I really appreciate your show. Best hair at the station, this entire show right here. React to that. Clint, you can put your toes up in the river, my man, and pop that cord right. I love beer. Hey, gentlemen. A show and a Clinton show. I love your show. You guys are great. We're the three best friends that anyone could have. Somebody out there listening right Ooh, now. Yeah. yeah, don't do that. Is that Mike Hot Top? I'm going to kick your ass, Tyler. I'll tell you. <laughs> Whoa, what? You're talking all that, man. What's up? How y'all doing, man? <laughs> <laughs> Sports Radio 610 presents The Drive with Sterner and Q-Play. Ah, The Drive is live and in color. Hump day on a Wednesday. The whole gang is here and... uh Oh, God, there is news right off the bat. <sighs> Astros right-handed pitcher Lance McCullers Jr., as we talked talk to you about it this week, um, had an issue last week when he was pitching some uh, elbow soreness. We all know his history with the elbow. Um, now it's been reported that he has a muscle strain and no structural issues after an MRI that was taken yesterday but he will not be ready for opening day, Clint. Mm, mm, mm. Oh, my God. You look surprised. I'm not you one, look I'm, to I, be I, caught off guard I, by not, this, I'm Clint. Not, I'm not one bit surprised. I'm not caught off guard, but, uh, but it does. I'll be honest with you. It hits a little bit different in 2023 with no Justin Verlander. Mm. It, it, it hits a little bit different when... In my opinion, I know some people have downplayed it, minimized it. Maybe, maybe they they don't they didn't weren't banking on on Lance McCullers, but but boy, I, I damn sure was. I mean, I, I damn sure was was banking on Lance McCullers to be up there in a the conversation with Fromber and Christian Javier right there in that two three mix in this rotation. No, that's fair. And, you and, thought you got a top three that's yeah you lost Verlander, but you got a yeah. top three with Lance coming back in a full season. Yeah. In yeah. his contract, will tell you that the, the the Astros were banking on that too. Yeah, he's the highest paid pitcher on the team. Yeah, I mean, so look, I I, I don't, um, I, I'm not shocked. Doesn't surprise me one bit, uh, but it does hit a little bit different when you start looking at this Astros rotation, and and that it's not about it really isn't about you know luxury Lance anymore. If you have him, that's great. If you don't, then no big deal. You you actually the Astros actually needed him. Uh, in in this year, and it doesn't look like he's going to start the season on the right foot, if you will. Uh, and and it, it, like I said, it just hits a little bit different for me. Yeah, uh, he is. Uh, he is not. Uh, he is not going to start the regular season. So yeah, he, it is. It, it is going to so, be different. So we're we're back to. He ended one of his statements to the media. He ended one of his statements with, "Ah, oh, we'll see. I'll be playing catch again in two weeks. Okay. In two weeks." We're, we're we're back to playing like we're monitoring, we're monitoring his his Lance McCullers progress and where we stand right now is he should be playing catch in two weeks. That's a bad situation. Tyler, when's opening day? I think it's March 29th. I believe it's March 29th. I think the Astros open up against four the White plus Sox. weeks, and it's it's yeah it, it's five weeks. It's February 22nd, and five they've weeks. already ruled. That he is going to be, is it March 29th? March 30th. March 30th. They have already ruled he's not going to be ready for the start of the season. 
already. Yeah. After they just told us, like Dana, literally Dana Brown. That's what I try to tell y'all. Right? I, I don't want to hear it anymore. Yesterday, people were coming. Oh, you hot take. You're over the top show. Oh, yeah, blah, 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 blah. you are a diva. I'm not a diva. Show. Shut up. You're Hold on. So Dana Brown, two days ago, the general manager, literally said, it's day to day. He's doing better. I'm not alarmed at all. Two days later. Yeah, man. About five weeks before the season starts, we already comfortable saying he ain't gonna be ready to go. And as you said, hopefully we'll be start. I'll start to be able to play, play catch, catch in play two catch weeks. In two weeks, play catch. Or it's early play March, catch y'all. Two- it better be early March. First Come week on, March. man. First off, I don't trust anything with these injuries. No, no, anything they say, nothing. Not as you'd say, Clint. Nothing. Net- net- okay, man. Nothing. I don't care. No, you okay, man? Because you were pushing it too, Dusty. Uh, I ain't nothing. Now Dusty didn't slid himself into a HIPAA. HIPAA violation, so I can't can't really speak on it. Have this you seen him yet here today? This is where we're going here now, Dusty. <laughs> this is where we are. All right, this is this is Lance McCullers himself speaking about his situation as they had an MRI yesterday that showed uh, that he's not going to be out, be able to start the season uh, in the rotation. Opening day is out of the question. Yeah, opening day is out of the question. I don't know if I mean it. Just because of the nature of building up through spring and the amount of um, bullpens you need and lives you need, and then obviously games, it just not. It just. I mean, the, the smartest thing would, would be uh, you know to squat a slow pace and, and and come back and still have the ability to throw you know majority of a full season. Still hope to hit that 150, 160 innings mark. You know, versus you know, rushing it and coming back and you know, risking re-injury um, or risking just not being able to be an effective part of the team. All right, yeah, so as, as, as he said there, he this sounds so much like last year with Lance. Lance would say, re, like, he'd say bad news, but say it in such an upbeat manner. Yeah. But then the actions let us know, like, no, Lance, yeah. it, it, oh, it's not that big of a deal. Best, best way possible. No, it's not that, what do you mean it's not that big of a deal? This is exactly what he was saying last year, and they were saying – and that six weeks turned into August. August, uh, it, Clint. So I, 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 I don't. I'm not taking it. This two weeks. This maybe maybe three weeks before he starts throwing. I won't believe Lance is good until Lance starts making a rehab start. Yeah, this is this has got a potential to be bad. I'm with John Lopez, man. I, I think he ends up having surgery. I'm, really? I'm, I'm no. Yeah. Show. Think about think about what we're talking. You're there. About. He he shows up to spring training early. He throw his initial bullpen that he threw. Which I, look, I'm no pitching coach. I, I, I've never been to spring training. I'm no major league baseball pitcher. But I doubt very seriously, as much as we hear about workload, load management, and ramp up stuff, I doubt very seriously that Lance McCullers stepped into that damn bullpen up there uh, on it towed that rubber and came off that thing 90, 95 uh, percent and and threw more than 30 pitches. I bet he was 70, 75 percent through about 30 pitches. And the, and the elbow acted up. How far is he really from not just playing catch, but how far is he from really being ready to let it all hang out? Hundred percent. We all know how Lance McCullers pitches. It's one thing we love about the most about him is you can tell with his windup. You can tell in his delivery. You can tell in his his facial expressions in his temper. He's leaving every bit of it on the bump. How in the hell? Kick? There's no other way to look at it. I mean, I bet he threw thirty pitches. I'd like for somebody out there that knows. I, well, maybe we can ask John McClain. Maybe he knows. 
I, I'd like for somebody to, that, that knows the details. I bet he was 70, yeah, 75 your first time, percent. your first time you go out, they're not just cutting you loose. Not, I wouldn't think so. As much as we, we, we as much as we get ramp up, beat over our damn head about the how how necessary five plus weeks of spring training is. Uh, I mean, yeah, you would think that this was a very light, light bullpen that he threw, and it it resulted in a situation where he's confident. Thank the Lord, by the way, for Lance McCullers' injury reports. I wish he could, I wish he could do them for everybody, but but he, I mean, it was bad enough with very minimal work. It was bad enough for him to step to the mic two days, three days later, and say, "Yeah, I'm, I, yeah, it's opening days out of the question. I might be playing catch in two weeks." Yeah, it, it's. I'm worried. I, I'm with. I'm with John Lopez. If I had to, if I had to put a, uh, uh, if I had to to, to I, I put you know put my name on some, I, I would put my name on. I bet he. I bet he has surgery again. Yeah, I don't know if he has surgery. I do wonder, like what what's going on in his. Training, yeah. what's going on? Because, like, I understand he has he's had Tommy John, but am I right? This is about three three seasons that he's yeah. removed from it, and we're we've watched other people. And I understand everybody's bodies are different, but we've watched other people, Justin Verlander for one, return after having Tommy John surgery, and we've not seen him have setbacks like this. This is this is every it's the second straight year where he's come back and started to throw early. And, uh-oh, something happened with the elbow. And it's the same thing. Yeah. To the point you're saying, I don't know if maybe he needs to have surgery to clean up whatever it is that keeps keeps having this pop up. But I just wonder, like, what, like what's going on in his training? What is happening that he always seems to end up in this space? Like, I, I think we're at a point now that he is having issues with this so much where you start to yeah. look at everything of, is this just his body or – is this something that that he needs to change? Yeah, look, in his I, preparation? I, I I don't know what his workout regimen is. I don't I don't know what his diet looks like. I, I don't know how smart he is when he's when he when he toes the rubber. But I, I know as an Astros fan, I'm about fed up with it. But but if I, the more we talk about it, the, the more we talk about it, show I, I I'm not sure that I don't prefer this happen mm. this time of year. I, I, if I'm being completely honest, I'm not sure that I don't I don't prefer. Um, that's terrible for me to say because I like Lance, but I, but I, like if it's gonna happen, happen now out of the gate, and and let a guy like Hunter Brown know, hey man, it's a five man rotation, and and we need you at four or five, and and we're gonna need you for one sixty two, and it's your 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 feet are to the fire now, young fella. This this isn't hey we might go with a six man rotation, we might do this, we might put you in the bullpen. You know, like like if that if it's gonna happen, let it happen now, and let the guys that are gonna be affected the most, let those guys get their mind right. Let Let's be honest. I mean, if Lance McCullers doesn't get hurt last year, or if if he's not going through the issues that he was going through last year, do we know who Christian Javier is right now? No, I don't know if they would let him. Do Do we Do we know that Christian Javier has the ability to start a ball game and take a no hitter against the against the damn Yankees? Or did he? Was it two? He had, to, he had he's had a couple of great starts against the Yankees. Well, I know it was one of one of the no hitters was against him that he took yeah, into, he, into yeah. seven or Both whatever, them, yeah, yeah. whatever it was. Well, one like, of them. The other one was against the Phillies in the World Series. The first one, yeah, yeah, damn, yeah. how did I forget that one? The You're, first yeah. one was yeah, he went seven and struck out thirteen. But, but do do we know like like if if Lance getting injured is going to 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 you know uh, allow a guy like Christian Javier last year to emerge? And and have uh, you know an unbelievable amount of success. At least give all of us a lot of hope of what the future holds, to the tune of where he goes and gets a new contract. 
is is this Lance McCullers injury? Is this what births ultimately the Hunter Brown era of of the Astros? Not not era of the Astros, but but his his run of being a much better pitcher, a much bigger part of the rotation than we thought he he was going to be. Damn sure if Lance was healthy, then he like would. If you're going to say Lance is just going, he's going to have an injury pop up every yeah. every every year, which. It seems like last last year I think he threw forty seven innings in the regular season, hmm. like and then and then he was a guy in the playoffs. All right, from uh, the trailer will and frame text line, people jumping in. Show all caps feels like they yelled it at me. Setbacks are not abnormal after Tommy John surgery. I'm just gonna say, man, how are people acting like so chill about this? Well, I, I don't get it. Well, I, listen, I and I'm the one who said the setbacks, but I just would argue. I would just hey, maybe you know better than I do. This is three years removed. It feels like he's having more setbacks than most have. Old-ass Verlander just won a Cy Young after Tommy like, John. I, that's why I used him as an example. He did, like, he came out, they, you know, they they monitored him. But Verlander, in one year, has, you know, pitched without really any any setbacks or yeah. issues. This is three three years, and this is three or at least two or three times he's had well, setbacks. Like this, I, I, I'll, I'll lean into the the professionals. Look, if if these kinds of setbacks were are just typical, or if they're of the norm, if they're to be expected, then why in the hell did the Astros pay him? Yeah, like he got I, the new he got the new contract after the Tommy John surgery, right, Tyler? Wasn't that wasn't yeah. that that was after he came back from Tommy John? Yeah, that that it, it was well after. Yeah, right? yeah. He, he signed Lance? When I was yes. Here. Yeah, he missed the 2019 season with that that Tommy John. And then he got the he got the, yeah. the, the in 21 is when he got the new deal or was it last year? Was it 20? It was early last year, right before the season last year. It was no? right before the COVID year, I believe. Okay, yeah. so 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 point my, it, totally irrelevant. My my point is they paid is, him after he got after right. He had it. Yeah, so so if if, if if these kinds of setbacks are just oh to be expected and no big deal and and this is what we're looking at. Then, then I, I really got to question what the hell the Astros were thinking and pay, the the guys that are paid to evaluate these situations, the guys that have the medical a, staff a, the, and everything. Yeah, the medicals have a lot more information than you and me and the rest of the fans. They looked at what was going on with 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 uh, Lance McCullers and said, "Hey, let's give him eighty plus." So yeah, no, I mean, I, while I, I think there are setbacks and injuries and things like that happen in Major League Baseball, they happen in all pro sports. I, I think it'd be a little bit of a stretch to say that this is. Of the norm or, or to be expected from Lance McCullers. Like I, I, I mean, we've seen a lot of people. I, I'm sure there are some cases that have had setbacks. But we watched Verlander. I know uh, Zach Grinke had Tommy John surgery and wasn't like this. I'm just saying, man, since he since the first year he came back as a starter all the way back, he injured himself with the, with the elbow against the White Sox in the divisional round of playoffs. He set out all offseason. They thought he was ready to go, and he came back in – in, in in spring training, injured it again, which then led to him being out until August. He threw 47 innings last year and threw three games in the postseason, and he comes back here, and as you said, Clint, the first day he throws a, a, a bullpen session where, you, as you said, I don't think he's going 100%. He has elbow soreness again. I don't think that's normal. Not, not that we've seen. Like, I think... I, 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 I don't if think they, that if, is if the if the if the pros three different times if the pros said this is normal let's pay him eighty plus then then I'm just going I'm I'm gonna stand corrected yeah I just don't believe it uh, it's interesting All Hunter, right. Hunter Brown 
Get you a jersey, Tyler. Oh, he's got, get oh, you he's a damn in. jersey. Let's ride. Oh, he's becoming a starter now. Come on, man. I'm here he's for in it. There, yeah. I'm he's, here for it. I'm here for I'm I'm here for the Hunter Brown days of of uh of, of Astros Astro games. No and, question. And don't forget, show we got uh we got Forrest out there too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> when you gonna pop, Big Forrest? When you gonna pop? Huh? I wasn't trying to piss you off, bro. Sorry. Coming up, um, Clint says uh, there's something that is happening in the NFL that he cannot understand at all why it is not a bigger talking point right here in Houston. We'll let you know what that is coming up next. Sports Radio 610 presents The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. Fellas, uh, I got to – I've retweeted this. Tyler, you retweeted it. I saw you. If you haven't seen this, if you're driving, don't do anything dangerous. But if you're somewhere – Hey, what the hell is going on with Dom Capers in this hair, Doug? What the hell is he doing? <laughs> oh, come on, yeah. Dom. Bro. <laughs> like, what is he doing? What? I had never seen I had never seen white folks use black ice. That's what, is that's, he using black now. Ice? that's what it looked like right there, Doc. That's what James yeah. Brown looked like. That's 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 not that's a that's a toupee, right? It's I don't know what it is, but it ain't his real hair. It's it's at the very least it oh. is it is a sharp well, no, dye. It's definitely a. It's a, a toupee. I mean, this guy he makes Marv Albert look. There's definitely a toupee in there. The, the line across the front is too damn straight for it to be real and not some kind of doctor. <laughs> this guy's making <laughs> Rusty guy Harden look like Clint Sterner. Is it? Wait, we say it again. He's making Rusty Harden look like you with your beautiful hair. Oh, oh I got you. It's a compliment. What is he doing, man? Karen, Karen, his wife, by the way, must be just ashamed. He's got a real Biden look in his face. Like the way <laughs> I didn't squ- notice like that, squ- but you're right. <laughs> like he's the way the way like his eyes are barely open. Got a Joe Biden. He's, look. Got, he's got a yeah with, with some old, dark hair. It's that old man puppet that uh, what's his name? <laughs> Biden's got a better makeup artist and hair and hairstyle. Biden's that's going dangerous. with his own hair. I mean, but like this hair. Like, like, so is somebody is you think somebody on the team addresses it? Like, just says something like, "What are we doing here, coach?" I don't know if anybody's addressing it to his face, but I know they're oh, they talking their about, ass oh my off God. about it. Could you imagine going to work? Somebody in that locker room has got that comb over just like that, and they're and they're and they're doing his voice, <laughs> what whatever is, his voice is. Is that even oh, a comb over anymore? I, like, I, I mean, <laughs> you know what I mean? That I'm, is, I'm seriously. This is ridiculous. I mean, I've never said anything like this. How can I? How can I start a, a, a some kind of business, some kind of online service to help guys like that? But what? what what's the service like? Because it's it's clearly in his head that that's he does not. not it. That, that's not. There's no. No. There is no he way. Not. He should be calling now, advanced I would love hair. To, I'd love to hear from Agreed. Seth. I'd love to hear from Seth Payne because Seth Payne has a relationship coach that played underneath him. Like Dom doesn't come off as a guy who'd be insecure about. You know, balding. Well, those are. But that's what it is, but right? The, but yeah, but the guys that those are the ones that need the most help that don't realize it. Like, I mean, but I that's mean, what I'm saying. How do you help them? How do you think so highly of yourself to think that that's okay? That that's better than than just letting it go. That, that's bad, man. How do you look in the mirror and think, all right, I'm ready to go out in the world looking yeah. like this? How Introductory you, press conference, oh, Carolina just, Panthers, man. I, I, I'm 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 fixing to step to the podium. Look at this here, boys. I want I want anyone out there, trailer will and frame text line, or any hell call in seven one three five seven two four six ten. Do you want to be the first member of uh, of, of Clint's uh, business that he's trying to help folks? Are you wearing a toupee you. out there? This is a safe no, space. If you want to wear, wear a toupee, you can wear a toupee, I but it can't wear, look like that. But. It, <laughs> 
I mean, that, that can't be issue, the answer. Your issue is the execution uh, of the toupee. Abs- now, I absolutely. just want to hear from – that's good, too. Anybody who's wearing a toupee, if you are out here in these streets right now and, you, and you're wearing a toupee, I, w- I just want to talk to you. I want to understand well, why you get here. Here's the deal. If you're, if you're wearing a toupee – Dom's done too much. You've got to be really, really, really good at, at applying that toupee and, and, and the upkeep or – your ass needs to hire somebody to help you. He's got it hanging off on the side. Like I mean, it, started it looked like he drew hair. his hairline. Yeah, I, it looks I, like he took shoe polish after his dome. Hey, all, all bull job aside, like I had to zoom in to. I mean, it looked like I didn't. I didn't. I thought he had a real low cut. Like I like I thought he had a the top was just a real low cut and he had real dark hair. That I mean, that's that's awful. I've what never like shows. I've I just, never seen anything like it. I, yeah, I don't understand. Like Dom Capers, I wouldn't. I just I don't understand why he feels like I've got to turn to this. It, it, it look, just it, like he just doesn't like I, that. I'm, is I'm, I, I want to like you know what he's self conscious. What about was it, that? What was that? A uh, call girl site where all them all them dudes got caught on it not too long ago. Oh, where, like a, the, the black Madison, book, uh, Ashley Madison or something like yep, that. That's the one. Boy, Little Rock. I was in Little Rock at the time. Little Rock got hit hard. That was one of them days. That, 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 that was that was one of them days where I was like, "Wow, well, I'm, I'm glad I'm little glad I ain't never had to pay for it, boy." The whole city of Little Rock, hey, Little Rock just Little, little Rock, Rock got hammered, little man. Rock, little Rock I ended mean, a lot of families. <laughs> just like it was bad weather or something. I'm telling you, Little Rock got hammered. I've never been more thankful that I've never had to pay for it in my life. Y'all know I love Arkansas, but, but that, that's the concept. That's the concept. Look, man, I, we, I, we don't need names. Don't need to tell anybody. You just you just pay I me just, pay me a hundred dollars a month. And and think times like this, you can chime in and say, "Hey, man, what, what what's your what's your recommendation?" Yeah, and I got you. Doesn't I got LeBron you. have a toupee? No, I'd, I'd wish he'd go get one. I'd rather him go get a toupee than what he's doing. But what Dom is doing, like seriously, I well, don't. No, I mean, you, you can't you can't bring LeBron you know? the other worst hairline in 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 public yeah, in mean, the but, public eye. That's, it, but I, I take mean, that over what Dom Capers is doing. Oh yeah, no, uh, I, I would too. But that, like like I mean. LeBron's one of like LeBron he's on a whole other level. To, like like LeBron just needs to come to your to your business I, and say, hey no man, question. just let it go. No question. I, I will charge LeBron a thousand dollars a month, and all, he all he's got to do is call me. Like, hey, do you know hey, some, hey, hey, Do you know somebody who has a toupee? The only last person I knew has toupee. Toupee was Reverend was Reverend <laughs> Toupee <laughs> like a toupee. A toupee was Reverend Rayfield. <laughs> but, Reverend Rayfield Burns. Uh, uh, he's passed away since and. Uh, was buried with his toupee, but like that's the last person that I know. Do you know somebody that has a toupee? I've met plenty of white men over my life that have worn a toupee. I've I've probably met a handful at different times. I've never seen a white man's hair, toupee or not, look the way this is looking. It it is the oddest thing I've seen today. What's the first thing you'd say to him? Like if Dom came to you, we gotta we gotta peel it completely off. We gotta redo it. it, it this is a complete gut of the property. Like this has got this is a complete and see, renovation. And I think this isn't just a makeover. We gotta pull this thing all the way out. See what we're working with, and get a professional in here. And that's why I think it's a mistake. Because I think you gotta deal with the 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 inner first. No, something about because no. you. No, I, I just disagree. You're just like I mean, let's just peel back. I, I'm not. I'm not. I, I don't. I'm not. Um, uh, I'm not educated, qualified to to help anybody's in, in, inside in, in the mind. No, I'm just. I'm just here for those that are like. I'm not. A, I'm, I have no problem ever. I think pretty highly of myself. I like myself, but I, I never have a problem being like, "Hey, show man, you think this hat looks all right?" Like your opinion may or may not make me take it off and throw it in the garbage, but I ain't. I ain't never had a problem being like, hey, man, this hat look all right. Hey, hey, babe, this shirt look all right with these boots or these jeans or, hey, you know, what, what do you think, man? Like, I, I've never had a problem like that. I, I just want, I want a little underground 
No names. Because I know there's a lot of egos out there. You don't like to ask for for, for opinions and, and ask for help. And I and I'll, I'll offer the help, and everything's everything's kept kept uh, quiet. He damn sure needs a trailer wheel and frame text line. I've worn a toupee for ten years, and I wear it because it makes me feel a lot better about myself. Well, uh, okay, and that's, and, that's and, what matters, and that, and that is great. I, like, I just hope like you don't have job. it stuck to your head the way that Dom Capers has it stuck to his head. Because if you do, then it is doing the exact opposite of what you think. It is not making you look better; you. it's making your ass look silly. Uh, it's about the application. There can't be user error. Like it's got. If you're in a spot where, I'll give you a perfect example. I got a bald spot on the side of my head, Joe. You do. About, about the size of a quarter, maybe a fifty cent piece. It's a birthmark. I've always had it. Are you now, cognizant of it? I, well, I never. Yes, I am. To answer the question, I never gave a rip about it when I was playing ball and all that kind of stuff. Never cared about it until I started doing TV. And when I was started doing TV, I didn't want the producer to have to put me on one side of the of the set or the other because it is hell. I got darker hair, and it's 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 like Tyler White, like not Tyler White, the but, last, but, yeah. but like as white as Tyler's my belly pastiness, in there. pasty, yeah. Oh, yeah. So when I turn my head in one direction, the camera it, it's distracting. I didn't want the camera to have to, the, the producer to have to deal with that. So I started using a product that covers it up. Well, when I cover it up, like. I went through three or four different products that matched my hair color that didn't stand out that made it right. I mean, so you got to take a little bit of time and get it right and do it right so it looks right. Whereas somebody else may have a ball spot and just stick something on the side of their head that looks sillier than hell, but it's just not a ball. Two spot. different colors that you could tell. Yeah, you got to spend a little time. You, you got to spend a little time make it make it look right. And, and Dom has the the funds to do this. Agreed. That that is even, that's the big part. That's the big part of this. He, he has the funds, and there's plenty of people in Carolina. And, clear, that, and clearly, Karen, his wife, has just told him. Karen can't do good. that. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. All right, all right. We got to get to this because uh, this uh, this this should be a point that should be squarely be being talked about right here in Houston. It's happening in the NFL. This could be the Texans. Could be the Texans. We'll discuss that. Coming up next, Sports Radio 610 presents The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. Uh, Nick Russo, the man who pees on the floor uh, right outside the window, just having a great time. <laughs> Got to test that distance every once in a while. Yeah, did he? So somebody tested it again today. Uh, all right, man, I want, I, I want to play this. Diana Rossini. Boy, Diana Rossini. Uh, ESPN <laughs> reporter, she reports this about the Jets and Derek Carr. I want you to hear potentially the pitch that Robert Sala, Joe Douglas, uh, and uh, and the New York Jets, I'm sure they've let Nathaniel in this meeting, uh, the New York Jets are pushing towards Derek Carr. They ran through top to bottom of why Derek Carr can step in here and take this team not just to the playoffs, but to the Super Bowl. And they made it really personal, too. They said, we believe if you come to New York and win, you could be a first ballot Hall of Famer. Boy, that escalated quickly. Diana didn't mean that. She, she's just reporting she what say, was said. She didn't say that with a straight she's face. She's reporting what she, she may not have said it with a straight face, but somebody apparently said it to her out of the Jets organization with a straight face. That's the sales pitch. Right there, you could be a first ballot Hall of Famer. Jets going all the way in, baby. Derek Carr, that offensive staff together, you put together the likes of a guy like Nathaniel Hackett and everything he's done in his career, especially oh. recently. 
Uh, they got another guy that got, they, they fired, and Todd, uh, Todd Downing, I believe, is his name, out of Tennessee, the passing game coordinator there, and that was fantastic. They hired him, right? They hired him, yeah. They I think got it's the 32nd, their 31st worst passing, passing attack in the NFL, and that's who the Jets hired as their. It was going just swimmingly with Malik Willis uh, throwing yeah. the football. A couple games, Malik threw a single, fig, single uh, digits, didn't yeah, he? One time in the second <laughs> half against the Texans. That's the passing game coordinator. Uh, but, uh, wow. but that's the offensive staff, and they all and those guys, that offensive staff, they've broken this down and they look at Derek Carr and think he could be a first ballot Hall of Famer if he comes there. Show sure, man, I, I'm I, 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 I hate to do this. I, I hate to do it. But you know when the Jets come up from an offensive perspective. You know when the Jets come up, I I I can't help but think the the the, the similarities between the Jets and the Texans, are you you can't ignore them. Like Robert Sala, defensive-minded coach, killed it at San Francisco. Goes to New York, hires the whole, the, the, does the whole deal, hiring out of the out of the Shanahan tree, out of the San Francisco organization. Mike Lafleur was he in the San Francisco organization or was he out of a different? One? I know he's out of that tree, but I'm just I'm trying to think what what organization he was out of. But anyway, I I can't I can't help but draw parallels. I can't help but look at a defensive-minded head coach missing on his quarterback, missing on his play caller, scrambling to hire guys that, quite frankly, don't make a whole hell of a lot of sense. And now that organization, and I know it's not Robert Sala, so I, I, I'm not sitting here saying this is something the Texans would do. I, know, I, I don't think Robert Sala is the one that's saying this. But now the organization, the Jets, are telling a guy – not come here and win Super Bowls and 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 be a legend or or or, or be a, a, a you know go down in the record books in in in, in New York's first ballot Hall of Famer yeah. like that don't even make that doesn't even he'd have to go up there and have the the most he's unbelievable four year run he's already played nine years by the way right I mean he would have to go up there and have an unbelievable four year run and probably win t- two Super Bowls to be a first ballot Hall of Famer at least to even get in the conversation yeah. and now that organization not only are they not only are, like are they just I think they're they're in a situation well I don't think they are I know they are they they've they've publicly they're courting veteran quarterbacks so they they have they have I would say that the relationship between them and last year's or was it two two years ago uh Zach Wilson two years ago last year two years ago two years ago's first uh, you know their their first round pick their first over second overall what was he second second overall pick their quarterback, I would say that that relationship is is gone. I'd, I'd say it's done. I, I doubt there's any coming Bill, back from uh, that. He's saying, Robert Sala's saying that, 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 it, that they haven't given up on him. By the way, Mike yeah. LaFleur oh. followed the exact path of Bobby Slowick. He was the uh, passing game coordinator for the 49ers. So even more parallel. Before becoming the offensive coordinator. Yeah, the, yeah. The this, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to everybody out there to, 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 to have a negative a negative feel or vibe around this, but when 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 – We've been talking about this defensive-minded head coach and the fear of of the offense being an absolute mess. Well, well, it is happening right before our eyes in in New York. Well, Clint, people and, don't want to hear this. I mean, this is stupid. People don't want to hear this because they'll hop over like comparisons to get, which makes sense. Mike McDaniel went to uh, went to to the to the Dolphins and became very successful. We've seen, uh, you know, other offensive guys go places. Kevin O'Connell to be successful, Wait, but those guys but, are head coaches, and those the, guys are but, running the show but offensively. People, but because, and I understand it because fans want this, and I get it, want to be optimistic, want it to work. But the 
But the most recent and closest example to what the Texans are getting into, like almost to the letter, is what's been happening with the New York Jets. Like that is, defensive coach came from the same place, was thought, highly thought of, uh, just like D'Amico Ryans is. Brings in, like you said, the passing game coordinator of the 49ers to come in. They got to go find their quarterback. They had the number two pick. They drafted a quarterback with the oh, number two pick. Like everything, <clears throat> but I think people kind of over just jump that one because you want to be uh, understandable, want to get to the positive. Well, I, and I, I completely understand that. And but, believe but that you're, D'Amico's you're, different than Robert Sala in terms of decision. Well, now that, that one I can lean into if you believe that. that that's fine. I, the other one I can't. Like, I, you, you can't, you can't, to me, from an offensive mind perspective, I, I don't it, like take take the resume and what they have or haven't done off the table. If an offensive minded guy, I don't care what his what his his um, his title is before becoming a head coach, but when you talk about Mike McDaniel, Mike McDaniel went from San Francisco to being a head coach, not from being a San Francisco passing game coordinator to being an offensive coordinator somewhere else. Like there's a there is a Unless people are trying to tell me that, that that there is nothing different between Mike McDaniel and Bobby Slowick. like like I, I got to think, what, what, what's my man's name? It's in in, uh, in in Minnesota, Kevin O'Connell. Kevin O'Connell. Like I, I know they were fast risers, but those guys went straight to head coach interviews, and not one, multiple. That's a little bit different than Bobby Slowick being a passing game coordinator. Somebody out of that organization getting a head job and then plucking him from that from from that from that that organization like that that's a that's a whole different I mean I understand the 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 connection with the with the organization um but boy that's to me that's a whole different caliber individual at least as we as we as the date when they get hired like there there's a huge difference in a a guy being in an organization coming up and he is getting head coach consideration and a guy that's a virtual unknown that is a passing game coordinator and really has done much and outside the walls really an unknown and somebody thinking he can come call plays like that's a whole different caliber person coach where we sit in that moment so boy you really if we're going Mike McDaniel and we're going and we're going towards the offensive minded head coaches in today's game to draw a parallel between what's going on in New York and Bobby Sloak being hired here well, I feel like that may be a little bit of a stretch to make yourself feel better about yeah. it. From the uh, trailer rule and frame text line ah yes let's blame Robert Sala and Mike LaFleur for the uh, Mormon moron effer uh, and how utterly immature he is, uh, could be uh, blaming it on basically blaming it on the quarterback. Look, I, I'm That's not. Fine. I'm not blaming. I'm not blaming anybody. I, I'm telling you, you say, I, what happened? Robert Sala fired him. Yeah, they fired him after. Two like years. I, I'm, I'm going to go out on a limb and say if this was all about an, 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 a, a a poor decision which those coaches made in drafting Zach Wilson, if it's all about missing on a quarterback, then you just scrap that plan and you go you go with plan B with another quarterback a veteran guy you, you don't have to you don't have to fire your offensive coordinator I'm gonna guess Sala didn't fire a guy that he still believed in and and didn't place no blame for the offensive struggles I'm gonna guess he didn't fire him for no reason for the hell of it like this is it, it's it is as good as Sala has been a head coach as good as they've drafted outside of Zach Wilson as good as they are on the defensive side of the football they are still miles away from being a a consistent playoff team and a Super Bowl contender, miles away. Mm. Yeah, no, I, I I'm with you. Like you said, they 
But even if they did, like, we can see it didn't work. I'm going to tell you right now, if D'Amico Ryans and Bobby Slowick here drafts, let's say, Will Levis or C.J. Stroud or any of them, Bryce Young, and they get here and they have a two-year run the way that Zach Wilson did and the Jets' offense did, if that happens here in Houston, like, you're not going to be sitting here saying, oh, well, it's the quarterback's fault. <laughs> like, you ain't going to be just sitting there saying it's the quarterback's fault. You're going to want some movement or some change or something. Uh, but I don't know, Clint. You're going to have to stop. Uh, you're going to stop looking at the, at, at the, uh, at the Jets. I can't help it. They, they just keep that, doing that, stupid that's stuff. That's and it's stuff just, I'm, I'm just going, damn it, man. I, stop the bleeding up but there. Then, but then that's the other part of it, though, is then they fire him, and then they bring in two guys who probably were, were leaders of two of the worst offenses in football. Like that's their answer to to, to fix yeah, it. With. Yeah, show they. That's they, the, that's show, the, the next step. They fired a guy and then hired two guys that were worse at their job than the guy they fired. Like this has like I think Brian Flores was really uh, successful in, in Miami when you look at he had ten and six season and sure. nine and eight season winning seasons playoff type uh, caliber seasons. But he like he fought it, which was kind of amazing. He was able to do that. Fought it because he just could not solve or get that offensive part to, to kind of go along with the rest of the team yep. stuff. And we're kind of seeing this with, with, with Robert Sala right now. Had a really good, pretty good season last year that was just derailed because they got nothing at all offensively. And it's like we kept seeing Brian – I think he had three offensive coordinators with the Dolphins. We kept seeing him kind of miss on that. And I, I mean, I like. Hell, to I me, think one of them was one of one was one of Bill O'Brien's guys that he fired here, like, wasn't it? Yeah, like. What, to, what, what was the little fellow's name? Tyler, what was the little offensive coordinator that Bill O'Brien gave play calling? Like George Gotzi. There you it? go. That's him. Yep. George. I think George Gotzi was one of was one but of. I, uh, like, like they're gonna have the Jets are gonna have to be saved to me by a quarterback that can overcome potentially some of the coaching stuff. Whether that's Rodgers, whether that's Derek Carr, or something, because. Like, I'm not sure they got the right guys in place to to kind of turn this thing around. I mean, Nathaniel Hackett and Downing, that's where you went. At, like, that's the moves you made after yeah. you fired. Like, they, it looks like they made coaching hires based on trying to get the right quarter, the quarterback to come. Like, that's what it looks like. Downing has a really great relationship with Derek Carr. And then, obviously, Nathaniel Hackett was a quarterback coach for, for Aaron Rodgers. Like, it feels like they've made hmm. moves in hiring <laughs> – the offensive staff based on what quarterback they potentially could get. Ooh. Yeah, that's that's a mess, man. Uh, you're right. I got to quit looking at the Jets. Yeah, you got to stop and looking I, at I gotta, the Jets, I mean, man. It's hard not. I mean, you, you hell, you just, you just added there. you just added two more parallels for me to what's yeah, going on in Houston. Fire, didn't I? <laughs> I didn't mean to, but I mean, you got You got to stop looking uh, at the at the Jets, man. That that's that's just uh, yeah, that's that's a tough one. Uh, by the way, to the nine seven nine. Christina Pink for my number. Uh, that's uh, that's where I go for my number. A little inside action there. All right, coming up, we got to address this uh, information known now. Lance McCullers, he is not going to start opening day. Hear from Lance himself coming up next. 